Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast, everyone. Great to have your company. We just finished up our live show. Uh, so now what we're doing is we're going to replay to you everything that we did just then. It was Taught you how you could uh, pay for your mortgage in five years. Yeah, I don't know whether I've got the time to do what she says. Well, I said that I do one of her rules, and as I said that, my husband sent me a text saying, bullshit you do. Hmm. Which I thought was a bit nasty. I only have the a, truth often hurts. I only have two lights on at one time. I can't help it that he turns on others. <laughs> you only have two lights. Hang on. Do you have down lights in your house? Yeah. So That's like five lights. Technically, at the time. how many lights have you got in a room at any oh. one time? Gotcha. You, know, you know what you can do though. <laughs> no, but they're still, but they're still the the you halogen get... or light saving ones. Yeah. What are they? Uh, the halogen light efficient. you can get these new smart bulbs that you put in, right? Yeah. And then, um, from your phone, you could look and see which lights are on at your house and turn them off from here. Oh, yes. Having said that, it is eight past nine in the morning. So I would hope no lights were on in your house. Well, this is what we had an argument. I came home and this never happens, but I needed, because Scotty and I like to point out what we're doing wrong. You know what each other's doing wrong? And he left some lights on. And right. I was like, oh, there you go. Which it is sounds a big like no-no. a healthy relationship. Yeah, it is, because mm. then you get to tell each other off and, you know. Make up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've been bad, that sort of stuff. <laughs> you've been so bad. You left the light on. <laughs> <laughs> but leave what? them on now. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. You come home, there's the tap's just running in the sink. What about Steph's house? I've been a bad Steph's boy. house makes me so nervous. They just leave lights on the whole time. All day. Really? I don't. Oh, yeah, but he's rich. Yeah, that's true. He's flush with coin. Mm. Aren't you? Yeah, I am. What lights get left on? He's just doing this for um, volunteer Fun. work. Yeah. Funsies. It's actually community service, but I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> you must have done something really wrong. That ankle bracelet is itchy. <laughs> um, what lights get left on? Most of them. By who? Lights and cupboard doors are the bane of my existence. Oh, my God. Does your wife leave your cupboard doors open? Have you seen Paranormal Activity? You know how one minute there's all the drawers shut in the kitchen, then all the minute every single drawer in the house is open? I hate that. I could never leave a door open. It annoys the hell out of me. My wife doesn't put lids back on shit either. (gasps) Like, honestly, she just, everything that has a lid, she doesn't put it back on. Like, what about? But then they go off. I like the Tupperware where it's like Ziploc. I would get a vacuum and no. tickle the air out of it. She you know, leaves medicines all open. Oh, that's all dangerous. sitting on a thing, and then you knock it over, uh. and you're like, "Oh, there you go, ten bucks worth of Panadol gone." My wife left a circular saw just going on the back deck the other day. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is with it? Why not? Who do you reckon shut- the easiest to live with? Then we should do. We should do swap partner swap. Ah, uh, yeah. Who would we all have to live with? But like, would I live with Scotty? And you live with Esther? Oh, you might enjoy that a bit too much. Scotty's very easy to live, live mm-hmm. with. You are not living with my wife, Steph. <laughs> Put your eyebrows down, champion. <laughs> I think I should hire out Scott to live with your wives, though, because I reckon they would come back a little bit more uh, appreciative of you. We are in the midst of doing renos at our yeah. house, so I would love Scotty to come and live at my joint. <laughs> I would cook and clean for him if he would do some building for me. No, he cleans. You just got to cook. Clean. Oh, that's fine. So he cleans and builds. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good like that. You need to stop complaining about him. I don't complain about him. No. To his face. (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, what do you think about this?
about this story because a Gold Coast grandmother is angry. She's angry, and I think she might be suing as well because her 12-year-old grandson, she was taking him on his uh, holiday, his first overseas holiday, and thought, let's do it in style. That's um, a change from the 12-year-old that goes on holiday by himself, I guess, so he's yeah. with his grandma yeah, this time, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and decided that they were going to go first class, so they're going to go business class flying over to Bali. Bet you that kid's excited for grandma to die. Uh, I, no. Well, that's no. sweet coin. <laughs> Grandma's going to fly your business when you're when she's alive. Imagine the money she's leaving you when she's... Have some water when you get to Bali, Granny. <laughs> that was a bit of an issue, though. And, and you laugh at it. And I kind of go, I feel like I've got... I, I can understand what the, the grandma is saying. So there was a bit of turbulence, I think. And this is a bit different. We didn't know why it was. But in business class, things happen differently. Yeah. So, you know, if you were to get a drink or anything like that, they give you the can. Uh-huh. And they generally open it for you and give you that with yes. a, a plastic glass. Yep. That's when you're back in cattle class. You you're serve class, yourself. Yeah. They just throw the stuff on the table. In business class, they like to open the drink for you, pour it into a glass and give it with ice. Right. And it's a real glass, too. It's a it's real glass. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never done it. he got given a a gin oh. and squash. You know how they got those premix ones? Yeah. By oh. mistake. So a 12-year-old was given, given it. Like the Schweppes one? Those ones? The I think old, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was given it. And he was like, well, what's this? He drank it. And he's like, this is so weird. Mm. And apparently he had an allergic reaction to it and couldn't stop sneezing. Mm. Like really, really bad hay fever and it felt like he burnt his throat. Because remember when you accidentally had a sip of your parents' alcohol when you yeah. were younger and it was the most disgusting thing you've ever tried? Yeah. I remember, because uh, I grew up in a Catholic family, when you get to sip the wine for the first time. The communion. Mm. The communion. And I remember going, <laughs> having a big gulp. It wasn't good wine. No, it's and never it- good wine. <laughs> No, you hold the glass and you yeah. can see the priest trying to pull it away and you keep holding it and you think it's going to be really good. Oh, my. Yeah, and they're like, it's non-alcoholic, no. you fool. Huh. Some of them were at our school. Yeah. Yeah, bit of an issue. But, yeah, so she's thinking about suing them because she said it was quite an issue. She mm. said she wanted it to be a special thing for her son and it didn't turn out that he had a headache. He had a hangover by the sounds <laughs> of it. He had a hangover. But he was offered another drink and a flight voucher and they're like, no, Rum we don't Coke? want that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Red wine? <laughs> but she does have a point, though. She said if that happened at a bar, they would be in trouble. Yes. For yeah. serving underage. Yeah. But they're like, it was just a bit of a mistake. And we checked on him the whole flight. That's what they said. They checked on him the whole flight just to make sure that he was okay. What's the kind Imagine of... if he's sleeping. They're like, oh, God, wake him up. This is your captain speaking. We're going to need a kebab to business class. We're going to need a kebab to business class, please. <laughs> what was the compensation? Like, surely they would They would've... got a $400 voucher. And another drink. Oh, you know how they work too. It's four hundred dollar voucher, but it expires by the end of this flight. Yeah, so quickly yeah. get some peanuts. He did say, which I think is a bit. Uh, he said it tastes yuck, and he had a swig and no joke. It burnt his throat. Tasted like metho. Mm. Well, you shouldn't know what that tastes like. I don't know. Uh, would you sue? Well, if it was your kid, per- would you sue? Personally, I wouldn't. No, neither would I. No. I don't think. I don't think I think like that. Uh, but things no. have changed. Like my friends, a lawyer. And if anything, how she goes, if anything happens to you, you give me a call. Yeah. Yeah. Because she... Will. Would you even be mad if it, had, say it happened to Finney? Would you be mad or would you be like... So what's his reaction? If he doesn't have an allergic oh, reaction? He'd, he'd be an angry drunk. Like, <laughs> oh, That's punching on. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> I've always been the mother that's too nervous to give Finnergan. You know how they say there's a small amount of kids yeah. that have a hypo, a, yeah. a hypo reaction to it? I'm scared because what about if I give that on the plane? My mm. son did. We mm. did it when we went to New York at Christmas. Mm. Gave him some Finergan. Yeah. He went the opposite. It was a nightmare. 
had to calm him down with gin. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful on your flight. Maybe pre-sit your kids' drinks well, is the moral of this story. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The Austral Volkswagen commercial, home of the Amarok, the most powerful ute in its class. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yeah, it's that time of the morning that's never, ever boring. He's got a lot of chat and he wears a hard hat. It's time to head to Abby Coleman's house and talk to the one and only Scotty Too Hotty for Tradie Chat Tuesday. Ahoy, morning, guys. How are you, Stabby? We're good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Great to be back at 6.30, mate. What the <laughs> hell's going on there? Man, I tried. You were bumped back, hun. Yeah. Don't yeah, take it personally. Still spono though, I hear at the start. Yes, mate, you yeah, are sponsored. must be coming in soon, Matty. Is that right, Chapman? Uh, mate, I am talking to the uh, money department, and we're writing you a cheque as we speak. Big shout-out to Ostra Volkswagen Commercial, home yeah. of the Amarok, the most powerful ute in its class, fully endorsed by Scotty Too Hotty. Jeez, that's supposed to be my line, Matty. Hang on. I'll be getting nothing. I don't know if they're going to trust you to, to read that yet, hon. I, I did say, Scotty, why does, he, why does he not have a car? So if this is his, if that's his sponsor, he should be driving their car. So you should have a look at his car. It is the biggest piece of sorry. Yeah, that what? you've ever seen. Well, Austral Volkswagen, let's upgrade no. him. Let's get the man a Ute. Let's sort him out. <laughs> well, he doesn't need one because this. My son and my husband have been talking about something that they want to get off the ground because my son's obsessed with YouTube. Okay. And he watches all these videos, and Scotty's like, "Oh wow, there's a." There's a dad and a son, and they're doing so well. Yeah. Yeah, if we do all right out of this, we'll be snapping necks and cashing checks. <laughs> what's, your, <laughs> what's your idea, Scotty? Um, look, Finney's been watching this father-son thing on YouTube, and it's about, um, I think it's basically, I saw a bit of a glimpse of it. The uh, dad sort of, I don't know, they're messing around with toys, and his old man makes it a bit funny, so... Oh, yeah, there's heaps yeah. of those. My son's into Don't Ryan's yeah, toy review. Yeah. Don't say there's heaps of those because Scotty thinks he's got a new idea. He didn't want to share it with us because oh, he didn't know yeah, if it's ever been done. Right all over this, all right? So no one out there trying to steal it. I reckon you'd be good at this, Stav. Oh, you're, you just told me not to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could come up with the content, mate, and I could read it out because I've got that goober voice, and uh, we could go fitty-fitty or something, yeah. yeah? Yeah, I'd like the sound of that. Yeah. 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 Basically, so, he reads books to the kids, yeah. but he doesn't read what's in in the book, he changes the words and just makes them up on the spot. Okay, so you guys have already filmed a video for your channel, and I've got the audio to play here. Uh, let's ha- let's have a listen to it. So what is this, Finny? Reading uh, my book with my dad. What are we going to call it? Funny stories with dad. Nighttime stories with dad. Should yep. we call it that? Yeah, yeah. Kids, get on there. It's going to go big time. <laughs> okay. So, so what is it called? Something with dad. <laughs> Nighttime stories with dad, remember? Yeah, I know, but what is the story? The book's called Roadworks. It's all about building a road. Here we go. Plan the road, plan the road. Sniff my stinky big toe. Hold your breath and don't explode. Sniff and spew in your mouth. Yuck, yuck, you. Move the earth, move the earth. Do a dirty poo. Make sure you don't step in it. Smelly, smelly bum bum. Stinky winky poo. <laughs> well, yeah, there's only a couple of Hearing that back, Scotty, are you still as confident? Yeah, no, nah, not really. <laughs> right, they watched it back and couldn't stop laughing. They couldn't stop laughing. And you know who oh, was laughing hilarious. the most? Scotty. <laughs> 
Because the... I just realised how much of a goose I sound like. Nah. No, mate, you, there's you know? so much stuff on YouTube. Kids don't even watch TV now. They just watch YouTube. I, I think I think there could be something in this. I mean, I don't know who we sponsor that by. Um, <laughs> ma- maybe maybe uh, Huggies, pull-ups or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good, mate. Yeah. 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 Um, I think you're onto something, Scotty. Well, I don't know, Matty. Oh, you've really done yeah. a 180. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a 180, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, we'll be killing it, kids. Get out there. Get on it. I tell you what, let's let's see. Let's open up the phones here, 131060. Has anyone else started up their own YouTube channel? Oh, okay. Or do you have an idea for a YouTube, YouTube channel? channel? We'll take the ideas as well. I just want well, to... That's, that's why I think I need staff to uh, write the potty humour, you know? Well, then, yeah. Then basically he's doing it all. But even if it's not successful, I'd like to have that idea. Because Scotty always has these ideas for, like, funniest home videos. I'm like, hun, that's not even on TV anymore. Oh, I used to love that show. Yeah, so it was much. a great oh, show. Was that it was show. so good. <laughs> So good. You could tell that it started to be set up towards the end, though. How you dare know? you hush your mouth? Yeah. Well, thirteen ten sixty. Uh, are you uh, on YouTube or do you have plans to YouTube? You tell us the idea, and we'll. What are we going to judge people and say whether we think it's good or not? No, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it all to ourselves, and we'll steal the good ones. That's not. Yeah. No, people won't call thirteen ten sixty. We will not steal. We will not steal the. Good all ones. right. Uh, nice to talk to you, Scotty. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. Right. Yes, Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you the internet. Yeah, YouTube is what we're talking about. Check it out. I think it's going to go off. No, it is huge. So many people are watching it. And we're saying that our kids seem to watch that rather than on TV. They won't watch TV mm-hmm. shows because they just want the on-demand. Well, we used to remember you come when you go to school and that, you'd talk about the show on TV the night yeah. before, but now no one's doing that. In yeah. 20, 30 years' time, I'm sorry, television, but you may not exist They anymore. get out their phones and go, hey, look at this on oh. YouTube. But my husband wanted to cash in on it because my son watches it so much, they want to do a show together, mm. like a YouTube channel where they read books but change the words. Hilarious, never been done before. But 131060, we want to know, have you got an idea or have you got a YouTube channel? Yeah, Kamara from uh, Mount Cravat, have you got a YouTube channel? I sure do. What do you do on it? Um, I do vlogs. I'm a musical theatre student, so I've been, like, vlogging my weeks at um, my academy that I go to. But I also do, like, dance videos and, like, skit videos and just funny things that pretty much just entertain myself. And I also have videos of my alter ego, Ricardo, on there too. Ah, uh, yeah. Do you make any money of it? How many followers have you got? Um, at the moment, I've got 1,200 subscribers, okay. which is pretty cool. Ooh, and good. yeah, I have made money off it. YouTube's recently changed like all their algorithms, algorithms and things though. Mm. So it's a bit harder to make money off it now. Um, but yes, I have made money from it in the past. How much? Um, you have to reach like a certain threshold to be able to like actually get Google to transfer it into your account. Right. So I've made probably in total maybe like four hundred dollars from it. Well, That's no. good, yeah. especially if you like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Casey in Crestmead. Morning. Morning. Uh, you're you're on for for YouTube. Is your daughter on there? Yeah, my stepdaughter um, does makeup. Like she does makeup and talks about. You know, put it on the eyelid, close your eye, because she watches, like, all the older girls, like, their yeah, videos. they're big. So, like, just quietly in her room, I'll, like, look around the corner and she'll just be doing her little, you know, video on the iPad with her, you know, play makeup. Yeah. How old is she? Six. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's going to be a superstar. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, uh, in Logan, we got Blake. Uh, welcome to the show, Blake. Hey, mate. First time on air. 
Great to have you on. Welcome. Hope we're pronouncing Thank that you. right. It's probably Balake, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you have you gone on YouTube? You've got a video? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I started a channel years back, but uh, about six months ago, I became a dad. I'm actually a teen dad, and something that I noticed is there's a lot of teen mum channels, but there's no teen dad channels. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I just started making videos in my own style of just me and my baby and my partner doing oh. whatever we wanted, so vlogs, even if we did like random things like challenges and stuff, if mm-hmm. the baby was there, people loved it. Yeah, right. How many how many like views and stuff are you getting? It, it depends. It, I don't know. Like recently, yeah, um, you could only be like a bit of, over a hundred or so, but I can easily get a couple thousand depending on what the video is. Yeah, right. Not bad. Well done. Good. A good, a good idea too, Teen Dads. Yeah. A, How often yeah. do you spend on it a week? How time consuming is that? It, it depends on the video. Like as an example, last night I took like maybe like half hour to edit a video, but it depends on how much footage you have, so it can take mm. hours just to edit it together. Mm. See, this is the thing. I've always wanted to do the YouTube channel thing. I think it's a great idea. I don't know how to edit video, and I don't have the patience to sit down and do it. Well, you so should you- YouTube it and learn. Yeah. learning <laughs> videos. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you got to, if you've got money to start it, it would be handy, because then you could pay someone to do all your videos for you. Just come up with the idea that doesn't require editing. One static shot, talk to camera, edit, stop. One, the One Take Wonder channel? I think yeah. I'm too embarrassed to put something up because I think it would be interesting and no one would watch it. Well, that's it. If no one watches it, what are you embarrassed of? And those are the ones that normally go viral. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, Rita in Holland Park, what have you got on uh, there? Hi there. Um, we do. We have a channel called Arts Be Entertainment. We make a whole bunch of comedy stuff, but um, mainly at Toon Sandwich, our animated trailer parodies. Mm-hmm. Um, they do pretty well. Our last video we released about two days ago, it's already got 1.4 million <gasps> views on it. Well done. So how many subscribers have you got? About 580,000. Boom. Are you, you must be raking in the spondula. Uh, I wish. Those trailer parodies take a while to make, but uh, we are living off it, so it's good. Oh, well done. Well, it's oh. my husband and I. He does all the animation. We write it together, and I, we do all the voices. Can I ask so, yeah. what what your channel brings in annually as an income? How much money? Uh, it's varying because the last couple of years, obviously, the subscribers have really grown this year in the last yeah. six months specifically. So we will find out. But um, it's getting better and better. So uh, yeah. I need a number. No, no one wants to give me a number. I'll give you a rough ballpark because the ads uh, rates depend as well, depending yeah. on your channel. So around, you make around 1,000 AU per million views. So it's right. hard. Right. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard. Yeah. yeah. not the, but as much the as more. Yeah. Well, the more views you get, and obviously there's some people out there that are just killing it, you know, mm. making a million dollars a month. But yeah, and they're the ones that only put on, like, makeup tutorials. Yeah. All right. Stuff like that. Rita, well, can you do well one done. of your voices for me? Uh... Okay, like I do the hot... Oh, no. Hang on, it's really hard in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah. why are we listening to this giant gilded gonad when we could be? Wait, so. No, that's good. good. I like it. I like it. That's really good. <laughs> Hang there. We need to talk to you. Maybe she can make one for us. Yeah. An animation of our show. Right. Are you going to pay her? You have to pay her. Uh, that's a, just something for someone else to talk about. I just <laughs> give the idea and everyone else works it out. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> Maddie, I want to support you. you know, we we support each other, right? No. Come on, guys. <laughs> I, occasionally. 
sometimes actually we probably don't do it no it works out it's like I'll support you you support me we don't support Maddie you support Maddie he supports you you don't support me yeah it goes in like shifts actually that's yeah yeah, Yeah. that that is true okay so Maddie's you know what you're a wise man I know Maddie's been going on about this for are you even wearing? Are you wearing a Thrones <laughs> top today? This is ridiculous. Well, the State yeah. of Origin um, game one. We are looking forward to it. Maddie's a huge supporter, but he gets a little bit like tingly, you know, a little bit like Spider Man this time of year because he thinks I should be on the field, yeah. and we don't know if it's a joke or not. He goes on about it, and even yesterday he said, "Oh, call up if you've seen my career." I just said thirteen ten sixty. If you've ever heard of how good I am at football, and randomly we took line and three. And he paid people to call no. up. This was a random call okay. on on line three. Line three, hello. 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 Who's this? It's Justin Hodges. I'm finally got through today. Oh. Yeah, mate, you're on. Sorry to sorry to keep Long you waiting. Long time listener, first time caller. Well oh done, God. Justin. How much do you want to oh talk about God. how Maddie Acton's so brilliant? No doubt. Well, that's what I was trying to get through for, but Brian yeah. Fletcher kept holding up the line by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you actually saw Maddie play when Oaks and I went up there for uh, a bit of a promo and uh, we went to watch the local footy and mm. uh, there was this little short guy running around at number nine and you, you could play a ton of your life. If we didn't have Cameron Smith, this bloke could have played easily 42 Origins as well. His words, not mine. Your words put in his mouth. You nah. gave him a script, Manny. It's ridiculous. No, I Do you honestly believe that you were good? Like, were you really that good at football? Look, I'm obviously I have a, a, sm- a slightly elevated opinion of how good I could have been, but what hurts me the most is whenever I even just mention the fact that I played rugby league, hmm. yeah. the two of you look at me like, that's cute. Because it's like someone name-dropping. Just... It just gets a oh, bit too not... much. Like, I, I could have been great. And I just, Mate. I want to know if anyone else is out there. If you have to, have to listen to maybe your work colleagues say how good he was going to be, or maybe you're married to one of those guys, or maybe you're willing to admit that you are a Maddie, that you think you could have played professional football. Think or no. 13, 10, 60. But something just got in your way. Like a lack of talent. <laughs> <laughs> or an illustrious radio career that now has me broadcast to hundreds of thousands across Brisbane every morning. Yesterday you wore a cardigan and you had to take your medication for your sore hip. Yeah. That's so, so what? And today, because there's been a change in season, uh-huh. I've got to carry my puffer with me too. <laughs> but, you know... It wasn't my health issues that got in the way of my career. It was your other career. You two bozos. Well, I've got to press buttons for. Uh-huh. You know, we're, we're, there's a type of person out there who we watch the football, but we know, like we just know deep down. Yeah. You know. Mm. Yeah. You see a kick and you're like, oh, I should be out there. They need me right now. I would have caught that. <laughs> see, see that 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 ball Ben Hunt dropped. I would have. I would have been under that. Yeah. And that would have been fine. Safe we would have won out. that grand final. Yeah. And he would never had to have gone <laughs> to, the- to St. George. In another universe. In another universe, you caught that ball and you scored under the post. 13, 10, 60. Uh, don't leave me hanging here, Brisbane, because no one's calling. <laughs> Are you a Maddie? Could have you been great? Yeah. Or do you know football? one? Is there another one who's like that? Uh, we'll get your calls on next. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> Matty Acton, we're working with a guy that could have been great at football. You might have been seeing him in the first game of State of Origin, but unfortunately he gave up his career at the age of 10? 17. Oh, Oh. 17? Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Does, uh, that, does that change it? A no, little bit. A little quick backstory. Uh, you are putting more mayo on this <laughs> than I do. All I said to you one day is I played representative football when I was younger. Yes, and then you throw it the into region. a conversation. You go, when I was playing football. No, because no one, you never believed me. The minute I say I played, you're like, sure you did. We want to know if there's anyone else out there that is a Maddie and says that they could have been a professional if only blah, blah, blah. Or yeah. maybe you work with someone or maybe you're married to someone who says it. Ashley in Springwood, you work with a... There's a word for it, isn't it? Like sports, armchair sportsman, almost. But you, you know someone who could is. Could have, should have. You know those people? Mm. Ashley? Yeah, hi, sorry. It's all right, we got um, so it's my dad. It's my dad. He uh, he blew out his knee in the under-19s, but to this day, he's 54 and he still reckons that he could play because mm-hmm. he just hadn't damaged himself. And he goes, oh, I can get out there right now. <laughs> Is his knee better now? Sort of. He can barely walk, but sort of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he still thinks he can get out there. In a modified he version? He can get out there and play and he'd still be better than all of them. Oh, yes, yeah. He's probably right. Mm-hmm. We've got Anonymous on the line. Your husband believes he could have been great? Well, yeah, he said that, um, well, actually, he was about to sign a contract for university, mm-hmm. and he was going to play for them, and then he could have gone on to greater and bigger things, but instead he gave that up to date me, so, ah. yeah. Ah. But I've heard it from other people, not just him. Oh, well, there you so, go. I bet you that yeah. makes you feel good anonymous, does it? <laughs> Well, he's not in tip-top shape at the moment, so... <laughs> well, he let himself go once he got his dream girl. He couldn't so. play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very lucky, very lucky. When you guys have an argument I and been. you're having a big fight, does he rip that out? Does he go, I gave up that for you! <laughs> no, he's not like that. <laughs> no, okay. no, he's a nice, he's nice a true Do you, Matty? I could have been in State of Origin, Esther! Right, no, you two. Every time I get in an argument with you. You gave it yeah? up for us. Yes. You but in the meantime, you dated a whole lot of other people that you're working what? with. I don't, you know what I mean? I know. That you you mean. worked with to a lot be of here. Them. I gave it up to be here with you two. You've worked with like 15 people before us. Yeah. But I knew this was the end game. Oh, okay. Jake, first time on air. Congratulations. Welcome. Yeah, how you going? Yeah, you could have been uh, you could have been professional. Yeah, I, I believe I could have been professional if um, I didn't play junior rugby league. Uh-huh. But when I finally started playing um, in my first year, we won the premiership and I got best forward. Uh-huh. So Matt, I reckon if we kept us to it, mate, you could probably be taking in Jim Culloch's spot. And yeah. um, Josh McGuire's carrying an injury, so I mean, I could probably go into lock. Yeah, oh, you're still you're um, still yeah, thinking we're, that we're, now. We we'll take, take Origin. Pardon? Yeah, you, you still think that now, Jake? Yeah, mate, it's all about heart and enthusiasm. If you believe in yourself, you can do it. That's right. You can do it. And I think so, our, Matt, our combination... I, I, support you, mate. I wasn't going to call up. I was going to call up. Why yeah. don't I call up? But I believe in you, Matt. We can do it. I believe in you, Jake. I, I agree. Wait, why don't you do you. it? When we can watch. Yeah. I'll watch, Jake. I'll be there. I'll be your little cheer squad. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. That sounds great. <laughs> So what are, you, what are you saying? You would whack on some pom- well, look, All I'm saying is is that if I played junior rugby league, I would have got signed with Canterbury, mm. and me and Jonathan Thurston would have stayed there and had a dynasty. Okay. Yeah. Or right. well, you could end up at the Cowboys with him. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. Would have made him stay in Canterbury. Yeah. All right. Well, Jake, we'll organise yeah, a game for you guys. I would have, I would have, sp- I would have spoke to Folksy, and, and we would have had something going on, you know? Mm. All right. You yeah. guys talk a lot. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got him to sign some autographs for me before, but he, he gets them out of the way and gets going pretty quick, so... <laughs> it's not... Yeah. I mean, you, you and Maddie talk <laughs> a lot rather than actual uh, yeah. play. Yeah. So there you but, go. Look, I'm not alone, and I feel for all of these people. Well... You, well, you, you, know, get, on, you get on the field, and we'll be your cheer squad. Yeah, we'll sort something out mm. where you can, you can prove Show yourself. Show us your skills. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. How's your hip? You I, hip haven't, okay? I haven't played in a long time. Oh, here we go. Oh, come here on. we go. Come on. <laughs> what? Just Is that what you would say if Kevin Waters called you up tomorrow <laughs> and said you want to play next Wednesday night? You'd go, oh, you know what? I haven't played in a while, mate. Oh, God. Right, right, whatever. I'll play somewhere. Okay. So, All right. With Jake's someone. on board right. as well. Leave, right. us, leave, leave it with us. Uh, if you run an under sixes team, 30 <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Win. You won't believe how much I can save. Australia's thriftiest mum on a mission to help battling families. Well, if she can do it, I can do it. So a few years ago, I was watching A Current Affair and I fell in love with a lady that's achieved things that I possibly couldn't. And I wanted to become her, but I found it a little bit harder. That is Wendy Gower. Good morning. Good morning, Abby. Now, Wendy, you are like the super saver queen and... I was watching the story of you going shopping and you were teaching me so many things. Explain it to the guys. You sort of lost your job and then you decided that you wanted to pay off your mortgage deal, correct? Yes, that's right. Back in 2005, both my husband and I lost our jobs within a couple of weeks of each other and it scared the living daylights out of ourselves. And thankfully, my husband was able to get a job pretty quickly after that, but it made us more determined to pay off our mortgage as quickly as possible so that we would never be in that sort of situation again where we thought the bank could take our house from under us. So within the next five years after that, we paid off the remainder of our mortgage, which was $100,000, and we did that on a very low income. My husband got another job in uh, the food industry, the takeaway food industry, Mm -hmm. and I was cleaning a couple of homes a week. So we sacrificed heavily so that we could pay off that um, mortgage within the five years. Wow. Now, when you say heavily, Wendy, I was impressed with a lot of the stuff because I know you grow your own fruit and vegetables. I saw that. And uh, in the last couple of years, we've had chickens. Uh-huh. So that yep. means we don't buy eggs anymore. And we sell some eggs to our friends so that, you know, it pays for their feed. Right. Um, I cook and bake everything I can from scratch, which saves a fortune. And it tastes so much nicer than anything you'll find in the supermarket because there's no nasties in it. Yeah, it's nice. just real ingredients that your grandmother probably would have baked, you know. I'm talking about flour, sugar, eggs, milk, butter, a bit of cocoa powder and chopped chips. Really yummy stuff. And I cook all my meals from scratch, and occasionally I will bulk cook, and so I can pop some things in the freezer so we don't um, have the the temptation of takeaway on the nights when, you know, it can be a little bit crazy. Um, Abby probably saw that I um, made laundry powder. Yes, yes. And the other one was the shampoo and conditioner where you take it out and you dilute it like the body wash. That's right, and because those things are so concentrated these days, and because the the companies want you to use it up quickly so that you go and buy more, and if you're buying a reasonably good quality shampoo or conditioner, you can dilute it down and it will still work great. Another one I did on that story was um, making my own foaming hand wash. Now, I was in the supermarket the other day because I thought, I'll just check the prices of the refills on that foaming hand wash. It's $2.75 or $2.80 a refill. Yeah. I can make it for about 30 or 40 cents by using a bit of shower gel and cooled boiled water and shake it up in the bottle and it works exactly the same. Wow. 
Can I ask, was it hard? Like, this is amazing, too, what you've done, Wendy, giving yourself financial freedom. Was it hard with friends, though, when they would see, like, were you worried about your friends calling you cheap and things like that? Well, we didn't really have friends calling us cheap. Probably what it was was when you get invited out yeah, yeah, and things like that. And I'm sorry, but if someone has a birthday party or a birthday and they want to go to a restaurant and you've got to buy the present, if you've got kids in tow, you could be up for over $100 yeah. plus the present. So we just learnt to say no to those things and maybe just go out, you know, if it was close family, we might okay. do it then. We didn't go to the movies too often, but we also didn't deny ourselves completely. Yeah. So, you know, if it was a special occasion, a wedding anniversary or a birthday, we might go to the movies or go out to dinner. And we've been debt-free since uh, 2010, so no mortgage since 2010. Wow. Living it up now? And <laughs> living it well. We're still on low income, but we do live, yeah, we still have good holidays yeah, and right. we can afford to go out to dinner if we want to. And Wendy, I use your light rule as well. <laughs> a lot of people around Australia are doing that. I've heard of kids running around the house turning off lights and saying, two lights, two lights. Two lights are on and in the household at one time. So if someone's in the lounge room, you're allowed to have one more light. That's, That's it. right. That's your lights rule. Gets your electricity bill down. Well, it does. Mm. And we're, we're noticing that our uh, electricity and gas bills are going down because we're being wise about it. not being stingy because yeah. that's being ridiculous you know why yeah. would you want to sit in the dark all night and have no <laughs> heater on that sort of thing yeah. we're just being wiser about what we've what we've got you know because we are living in an amazing country where we can afford to have heating and cooling you just got to use it wisely you think about it though you know where everything is on your body Technically, you don't need the light on in the bathroom, do you? Like, when you're in the toilet, if you don't know where your bits are, you've yeah. got an issue. <laughs> are you uh, brewing your own hooch? Is that how you get around the alcohol payments? Or? We don't drink. <laughs> well, there's the hole in my plan. <laughs> That's exactly right. We, we just don't have a need for the alcohol in our house, so uh, we just don't drink. We don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't gamble. We don't buy magazines and we don't buy newspapers because, hey, there's the internet there. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you know we're giving away $70,000 to someone and we're selling it as live for free for a year? That, wow. That would... That would make you live free for, what, five years? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. Uh, she's good. You should enter, Wendy. Hit105.com.au. Well, I think I'll have to have a look at that, won't I? Yeah. Uh, you've also got a blog as well, uh, myabundantlife07.blogspot.com. Uh, Wendy, the super saver, thank you so much for uh, bringing all these things to my attention that I need to go home and rectify. It was lovely chatting with you guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I know, Maddie, you believe that uh, political correctness has gotten out of control and there's too many SJWs in the world. Which it stands is... for Social Justice Warrior. I just feel that uh, <laughs> people don't need to be offended all the time. I'm offended by that. Yeah, I'm, I'm offended by that. What, what, what would we write online? Well, the internet would be a much nicer place. You don't, if you don't like something, leave. And last week they were saying that they were going to get rid of the terms boys and girls in schools mm. because of gender fluidity and whatnot. I think they, apparently it just wasn't, it wasn't good for them. It wasn't good for the kids. Mm. Uh, and I Can I be a unicorn? Um, sure, be whatever you want to be. Thank you're always you. a little horny. And um, <laughs> I tuned into Play School to see where it was up to, just to yeah. see if it was keeping up with the times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it hadn't. It had all changed. Uh, it's now PC school. And um, it intrigued me so much that I tuned in again this week to see what they were up to again. There's a bear in its natural habitat And a chair as well There are people with games But only if you choose to play them And stories about minorities to tell Open 
worldwide if you all consent. It's PC School. PC School. Hello, every gender, and welcome to PC School, <laughs> the show where no one stands out and everyone fits in. Today's episode is brought to you by the letters L and G and B and T and I and Q and sometimes A. Now let's check the time on the PC clock with exactly the same size hands. So the big hand is on the 12 and the other big hand is on the 4. So as usual, I have no f***ing idea what time it is. Story time now and today we're reading Snow White and the Seven Vertically Challenged People. There's hypoallergenic, socially awkward, happy, not as happy, but still okay, female doc, because women can be doctors too, academically challenged, and sleepy, but not their fault, because they're a narcoleptic. That's all for today. Send in your drawings for me to see next week, but don't worry, I won't judge any of them, because you're all amazing. Open wide, if you all consent. It's PC School, PC School. Abby, that's got to be on the ABC still. I don't know if you can call it that anymore. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, guess what? We're going to play Alpha Bucks. Uh, Tomorrow you can get the letter here on the podcast, which will help you practice. Today's player actually got the letter off yesterday's podcast. And I would say on she probably got about $200 or $150 more than yeah. the average. 350 I think she went in total. So yeah. she did really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Here's tomorrow's letter. It's N for Nicaragua. What's, What's that? It's a country. Is it? Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Nicaragua. Where is it? In uh, South America. Oh. It's full of parrots. Huh. Have you been there? No. No, okay. Just thought mm-hmm. might have. Yeah, it sounded like you'd been there like, when I went there. There was heaps of parrots. No, oh, full of macaws. Is there many um, pirates? <laughs> no, they, they get the they get the parrots there. Yeah, yeah and, and they, then they continue on the, the seven seas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, back to the podcast. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. When tension builds, take a deep breath and reach for rescue remedy. Use only as directed. Stav, Abby, and Matt. $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, 8 o'clock every single morning and we will do it for the rest of our natural lives. You will win $10,000 if you can answer all of these questions. Now, Rescue Remedy are our buddies who have come on board for this game and they want you to take a deep breath. They want you to stay calm. They want you to focus. Mm. That's what Rescue Remedy is all about. Can't wait to play this game when we're 90 as well. We've got Sandra from <laughs> Kamira. Good morning. Sandra? Morning. Hey. hey Got to be relax. quicker at the answers with that, okay? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all right. You know how this works. Uh, you get all 10 right, you get the $10,000. You get $50 for each correct one. So pass if you can't think quickly, but each answer needs to start with the letter that Stav's about to give you, which we've already given away earlier as well. Yep. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Sandra, your letter for today is E for easy. Cool. And your time will start when we <laughs> finish the first question. Name a body part. Uh, yeah. Name a country. Europe. Name an animal. Elephant. Name a utensil found in the kitchen. Egg beater. Name an iconic Brisbane landmark. Uh, pass. Name a movie star, male movie star. 
Um, Eddie Murphy. Name something you start. Engine. Name an R&B music artist. Eminem. Name a type of tree. Eucalyptus. Name a fruit. Uh, oh, well, he did well. Going through, I got $350. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well done. Um, for a country, you could have, like, Egypt or Ethiopia. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. An iconic, <laughs> always after you say it. An iconic Brisbane yeah. landmark, you could have Eat Street Markets, Eagle Street Pier. And for a fruit, you could have had egg fruit. Egg fruit? Yep. Is it egg fruit? Okay. Nah. No, that's not. Is it egg fruit? No. Uh, egg fruit? <laughs> or, I think egg whoever plant. can. Egg, egg plant. plant. Is yeah. Egg plant? Oh, no, that's not a good one. So we're just going to see if there's answers that get written on the sheet for us. So that's and I why... was like, oh, gee, I've never eaten that before, but I don't want to be... <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want to be rude to that egg fruit. Uh, well done, Sandra. <laughs> 350 bucks is yours. Oh, thank you. Uh, plus, Rescue Remedy Pack, are we going to get that to you as well? So if you get to play again, you can yes. stay nice oh, Apparently, relax. Sandra heard it as well, the letter on the podcast, which you can hear the day before. Oh, Gives you a little bit of a yeah. head start, doesn't yeah. it? Yes. Did you practice yep. or did you just, what did you do with I, that? I, no, I tried to, but yeah, <laughs> ran out of time. Yeah, $350, okay. good. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Panicked parents have rushed to collect their children from Northside schools after a chilling threat was posted online. I hate everything about this story because I think we read headlines over in America and we're disgusted by it, but I seem to think, well... Only in America, isn't it, yeah. when things like that happen? And now it's in Brisbane and it's a bit of a concern. So what's happened is Brisbane have swarmed schools in Brisbane's north as they try to chase a threat um, that said of a Columbine school shooting, shooting massacre style that could happen in that school. That's the threat that they've got on a online site called 4chan. 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 Um, it's... It, it, the threat seems very real, though. Like, reading out what these people have written on this blog site would make you go, my kids aren't going to go to school. These could be just kids causing issue, but regardless, if you were to, to read that, you're like, well, I'm not going to take, take the, the risk, am yeah. I? So it says, don't come to school next week. A school in North Lakes, Queensland, is going to get professionally shot up with as many casualties as possible. Every expletive gets their day. So it sounds like someone has an issue uh, with the with the school or someone there. Uh, this will be bigger than both Parkland and Columbine combined, I promise. So a lot of parents saw this online. Oh my and God. I just, although I, there was, reading it's sickening, that makes, isn't it? makes me actually... Yeah. So a lot of parents saw it and they're saying, like the police are saying, look, we are taking the threat seriously as we do everyone and mm-hmm. we've got more of a presence there and we are trying to get to the bottom of it, but a lot of parents are like, no, 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 I I don't care, I'm coming to pick up my child. Just fair enough. The issue is there's another post that's just gone up after that one saying, yo, what's happening? It's a North Lake shooter here just updating that we're going to shoot the heck out of... Uh, North Lake State College, I think, is what that acronym is. If Mm. Despacito 3 isn't released in three days... Um, we've actually got a mum on from a student of that school. Her name's Vicky. Good morning, Vicky. Hey, yeah. Vicky, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. So, so what happened? How did you first hear about it, and what was your reaction? Well, look, I I heard about it obviously over the internet. It was it went viral, yeah. Yeah. and the well, we actually received a email over the weekend. Um, from the Queensland Police and also from the Education Department 
saying that there had been a threat put out on uh, the Northlake school, didn't mention which school it was, that there had actually been a threat put out. But, of course, our um, children's safety is their first priority, so they didn't want us to panic. So, of course, I've sent my son to school on Monday yesterday, thinking, okay, maybe it's not a big ideal, because they have had lockdowns and they have had threats like every other Queensland school has, you know. So you sort of take some things with a grain of salt. Yeah. However, when this um, actually came out, the first thing I did was call the school, and that was at 12.30 yesterday, yeah. um, expressing my concerns. And I said, look, I, I'm going to come and pick him up. Mm. She actually said to me, the lady from the administration, she said that their phones were running absolutely hot. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'd gone in and I picked him up. And I was really surprised, though, that I parked in the car park and I walked which was probably a good five minutes walk from the car park to the student resources to pick up my son. Now, I did see a few teachers. I saw a couple of students walking around the place. I saw so many parents, concerned parents, picking up their children, but I did not see one police officer or one bit of security there whatsoever. And also, while I was walking there, the Oval was full of children doing sports. Hmm. Now, I could have been anybody... I could have been anybody and I could have taken out maybe 100, 150 kids like that. So you, there was nobody there. You're saying that with the threats, you would have expected to be stopped and stopped. I and would have expected. And when I did pick up my son, uh, he actually mentioned to me that they were told that there would be police securing the area in the mornings, obviously uh, for school, uh, school drop-off, yeah. and also for school pick-up only. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is very concerning, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I've got a child that goes to school too, and this would be terrifying, but I think it pays to say that we have to be very careful with Australia that it's the access to guns that we have would, uh, very would, would make this, a, almost, it, well, not impossible, but almost far more, far, far, far more unlikely to occur, and even with the certain weapons that they could get, it I wouldn't agree. be as I big agree. a deal. I agree, our, um, our gun laws are very stringent, and I agree with them 100%, mm. but... I still think as a community, we need to stick together and and decide what we're going to do. We should be given a choice. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many people, even if it is a hoax, even mm-hmm. if it is a threat, our children's lives and even the teachers that are there, mm-hmm. um, they it's not a gamble. It's not something you could risk. No, it's not. Because, I mean, let's, let's look back to the um, Columbine, the Parkland um, massacre, let's mm-hmm. say a massacre that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, they were given warnings, they were given threats, and they were all taken with a grain of yeah. salt. And then look what's happened. The only thing is, yes, Vicky, though, but maybe the police have more information than we are and are maybe aware of where the threats are coming from or know that they're not as serious. Like, well, maybe there is more information. I understand what you're saying. And I, I, to be honest, I, think I, I, would, I wouldn't let my child go to school yeah. that day, so no. I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, I think police are trying not to panic and maybe they do know more information about it not being a serious... A hundred percent, but I still think it should be taken seriously. Um, Even, look, as I mentioned, even if it is a hoax, there's still copycats out there. Yeah, what about? Who can can read that and go, oh, I might jump on board. The second message that came through this morning, okay, maybe that wasn't from the original people that sent the messages, but was it from a copycat? What's their intentions? Mm. Having said that, though, Vicky, if you can get 
walk through a school and not be stopped at all, maybe that's an issue as well. But our schools aren't designed for it. That's you know, so maybe we're not that's the same as America. We've got no, so many entrances. Yeah, we're yeah. not we're not America in the same that our schools no, are set up. And we're not in third world countries where they put big fences up around yeah. the schools. Mm. But maybe we need to look at um, the education department or the government. Let's say the government. Mm. We need to look at um, putting our children's safety into uh, into perspective. So we need to be given. Uh, maybe more security measures at the school or, yeah. or look at, even though I know it's going to cost money to, to put security people in there or security guards or police, but it ha- I think something has to be done. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Panicked parents have rushed to collect their children from Northside schools after a chilling threat was posted online. And yeah, it is a really chilling threat that was posted saying that there's going to be an issue at a North Lakes uh, school that's going to be worse than the Columbine shooting a lot of parents were concerned took their kids out of school yesterday mm-hmm. and we just heard from vicky who said that more needs to be done she was um, a bit upset that she went to the school and there wasn't any police that greeted her she thinks there needs to be more security at schools uh, i think on the day i think what she was kind of saying and which the part is i agree with um is the day of a threat you would at least expect to be a little bit more going on maybe the police know more than through. us though yeah well, let's see what the people think. Paul from Acacia Ridge, what do you think about this issue? Hey, guys. Hey, hey guys. How you going? Good. Hey, just a quick thought on what you said before, Stav. Like, they say that we have stringent gun laws in Australia is a good thing to say. But just bear in mind, mate, the only people that handed their guns in on those stringent gun laws were the good people. There wasn't too many bad people lined up there to give their guns in, mate. So if someone's making these sort of threats, it's probably the bad ones that still kept their guns. Yeah, but then again, really after... care about the laws. But what about Paul? after Paul Arthur? There hasn't been another situation like that since there was the gun amnesty. Yeah, I don't think that's got a lot to do with the gun amnesty. That's got a lot to do with the, of the fact that we're a bit better country than, you know, that we don't think we have to go around shooting people up and we live a bit freer and a bit different to how they do over there, you know? So I don't think the gun laws are going to stop anybody because the bad ones didn't hand in guns. Oh, you'd be surprised. When they did that amnesty, they made sure they accounted for all the guns that were out there. Because you've pretty... got a serial number, don't you? Yeah, yeah, they were pretty we intrigued got... about it. But, I mean, the other... Got... Yeah. Vlad laws, haven't we, mate? And they've paid how many millions of dollars since 2014 and convicted one bikey. They're great laws. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, for one, I for one don't worry about uh, guns too much in Australia after what John Howe did, so I think it was a wonderful thing. I've got Anonymous on the line. What do you think about the situation? Well, uh, you know, I actually think the schools need to take it a little bit more seriously. We had up at Bribey um, an incident where a child took a knife to a primary school on Friday mm. and uh, it was on one of the buses it was dealt with at the school, but the principal actually didn't even think it appropriate to let the parents of the children on the bus know. And when I spoke to him, he actually said, you know, I'm not even going to deal with it as a weapon. I'm just going to deal with it as a prohibited item. Right. But so what would have you wanted to see different, the school? I, well, my kids came home and wanted to talk about it. And yeah. one of them in particular was quite upset. Mm. And I would have wanted the school to at least Address inform it. those parents to say, hey, look, this has happened. This is what we've done. Can you talk to your kids about it in this way? Yeah. But the mm. fact that we were kept in the dark means that sometimes we don't even know what goes on. Yeah. What happened to the true. student who brought the gun, uh, brought the knife? <laughs> Um, we don't know for sure. We've been told there were consequences. Right. But, I mean, yeah. again, it's kind of telling the rest of the kids that, you know, look, do it. Nobody else is going to know if you do it. Um, there won't be anything serious. From what from what the other kids have said, it looks like it was a couple of days suspension. Mm. But, you know, so you kind of go, well, where when does it get taken seriously? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Anonymous. Anne's on from Springfield. Good morning. Good morning. What are your thoughts, Anne? 
Um, look, I think Australia has got really good measures in place. We have um, brilliant authorities, and I'm sure they're taking it seriously. And if, if there was anything to worry about, there would be more presence seen yeah. if there's anything really to worry about. And do you, I was saying to the boys off air that I get concerned about having security because I think we put fear into our kids. And I don't get me wrong, I think everyone needs to be alert. But I don't want to live in a fearful world either. And if you've got people there checking, then the kids are aware that their safety is questionable. That's correct. I don't think that we need security at schools. Hmm. Um, I think that our intelligence people have everything in control. And I'm sure if there's anything more to be um, done for the um, anything, would they have security there already? And who's to say there's not police at the schools? That you just don't see? Undercover. Mm. That's right, there may be. Mm. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Anne. Jamie Lee, morning, what do you think? Hi. Uh, I honestly think that schools need to pick up their safety protocols. I mean, even if they have a security guard at the entrance during the start and end of school and have them patrolling the grounds during the day, like, that's going to, like, help eliminate suspicion on the grounds. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I just think that they need to pick up their safety protocols. Like, it's, it's not on. They, they, these are our children. I know that you'll say that there's no amount of money that should be spared to be able to do kids' safety, but you think about the cost of it, and I don't know. Like, yeah. I know that a lot of the schools that I've gone to, there's, like, seven different entrances. Is that the same for your kids' schools? Um, yeah, well, Ethan's is a high school, so yeah, I'd say there's a lot. What about you, Jamie? Um, well, my son's not quite in school yet, but when I was in school, yeah, there was quite a few entrances, but, I mean, if they've got someone at the main gates and then someone patrolling the grounds, then there's there's that as well. I mean, I get that we can't protect, like, we have someone at every gate kind of thing, but... There are like you have someone at a Westfield. There's always people roaming a Westfield. So why would you? And there's still crimes that happen at a Westfield. Westfields get robbed. I mean, I think this is a bit reactionary. Nothing's happened in an Australian school of any huge significant note, and most of it has been students between students. I mean, I I think we're going a little bit throwing putting the cart before the horse here. And I know you shouldn't have to wait for something to happen. That's what I'm saying. So wait wait until a few kids get shot up, and then we throw a security guard in there and go, sorry. So you, you're allowed with... to have that opinion. I agree with them. That's that. I don't. I don't agree that security is enough. So you'd be happy with a security guard at each entrance, and you think that would? Yeah, I, I would be fine with that. I'd be fine with it. We have so many other measures in place for stuff that hasn't happened in this country, and we're so, such a nanny state as it already is. Why? Why? Why is this one? Because I don't want to live in fear. I remember going to we we're going to the Jimmy Carr concert. Remember we went yeah. to go and see him, yeah. and it was stacked. The convention center was just so stacked, and I'm not joking. It went through my head going, "This would be a perfect scenario to hurt a lot of people." Yeah. And then I went, "You know what? There's a funny man in front of me," and I kind of go, "I don't want to live in that world." That's yeah. just a thought that goes through. But then do I go, "Well, I shouldn't be there. I shouldn't go to stuff like that." That's what sucks about the world. Anytime there's a group situation now, two bollards go up everywhere. You know, cars haven't rammed anyone but in you Australia feel more, can, yet. You feel better living in a bit of a fear for your safety? Well, I think it put. I actually think it puts people at ease. Let's be honest. A security guard is not going to stop someone then from shooting up a school because I think it just makes people feel better. Or do they think that well, gee, something's going on when we need it? I, I just think it puts people at ease. You know, same thing here with the bollards, all that stuff. I think if it, you know what, if it makes people feel a bit better, what, what's it going to do? What's it going to matter? Uh, look, if you want to get onto Facebook, you can continue this conversation. Uh, comment there. St- Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. 
you guys remember a couple of months ago I said I was looking into nude uh, yoga? Yes. And I said it and everyone said I was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a women's only class. Yeah, I looked into it and I got the I got enough guts to go, yep, cool, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go to a class. They're not doing Brisbane. Uh-huh. This year, Where are you so. going to travel for it? Yeah. Perth, and I've never been to Perth. Perth. Oh, there you go. It? Tick that off your bucket list. It's a big trip. Well, yeah. yeah, only it's a whole week off. lovely over there. Is it? It is anyway, lovely. Anyway, I don't know if I've, I've, I feel like I've moved on from there, because this is a new thing. Okay. And you can earn $160 an hour. Oh, hang on. To clean naked. Clean naked. So people will hire you to go and clean their house. You don't need. It's not like a heavy duty cleaning, which is good. It's not like scrubbing exit mold off the shower. I this is of, light duty. So right. this is uh, vacuuming yep. the dishes, mopping the floors. Because oh, I was picturing someone out on the uh, the front lawn gurneying down the house. Hey, <laughs> 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 my driveway needs cleaning. Get the CLR out. No, I think it's one different. Of the issues, isn't it? It's different levels. But she says that she cleans house. She's uh, April. Her name is, uh, and she's twenty four years of age, and she doesn't of do bond cleaning. April. You don't do bond cleaning because that's way too. That's yeah. way too much. Yeah. But it, it changes. So it's $85 for bikini or lingerie, mm-hmm. and then uh, 110 topless or 160 completely naked. This is You can hire a guy as well. So it's guys or girls. Yeah, but who's going to do a better cleaning job? I don't know. These good, these guys look like they... Don't be um, sexist, I realise that when I said it. I know. They're all better than that. <laughs> okay. I know. I, I find it cute from him because he's the one that cleans the house. <laughs> naked, normally. No, well, this but often I do clean naked. Me too. Hang on. I believe what? that you would clean naked. You're always naked. I'm always naked. How, how do you know I'm always naked? Your house is lovely, by the way. Scotty's doing a good job. <laughs> you, though, Stav, this would not work for you. Why? Because you have a cleaner, and you linger here at work. No, and they, like, just, they only fired her a couple of weeks ago. No, we she wasn't her, naked. We fired her months ago. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. But and not doing so well. But when you when oh, you had your got cleaner. Two mowers now. <laughs> when you had your cleaner, yeah. I'd be like, what what are you you doing a linger around here? You'd be like, Oh the cleaner's at home, it's oh, awkward. Yeah. No, Don't it have to have work that for me. Chat. I didn't say I would do this. And the other thing with it is I find weird if you were you know, you've got a naked lady in your house and there she is dusting family portraits of you and your wife and child. No, it's often, it's not often families. It's normally, uh, so it came about because a guy who was a stripper himself and he had a big night and he thought, oh, this house needs to be cleaned. And someone goes, well, just get up now. And he's like, well, I'm naked. And they're like, oh, naked cleaners would be fun. So that's how the business started. You know, the main problem with it, though, is if you've got a stripper cleaning your house, they're going to take all the paint off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon, though, um, let's think from a safety point of view. Yeah. No, no, no Do that's you reckon a good point. Come on board with this, yep. They're going to wear, when they're, like, cleaning the oven, say, would they yes. wear gloves? They don't do those cleaning. I looked into all that. Uh, they don't do all that cleaning, so uh, it's only for safety. Uh, okay. And one of the girls said that she thinks it's ridiculous. She's not going to do full nudity. Okay. Because, like you, she said, I think that's a safety issue, and I don't think it's great when I'm mopping the floor. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and things like ironing and all that, you've got to do safety first. Your husband could get into being a naked tradie. Well, he Nail does when he's he does when he's at home. I shouldn't say that with safety, but normally he'll just wear Short shorts, shorts. Oh, that's, and that's it. That's not naked. Oh, it is when you're down the bottom and you're looking at him doing the <laughs> <laughs> the decking. Oh, there's a hole that needs that. filling, and I'm like, "Hun, you should wear underwear." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd pay him. I'd pay him. I, I, see, this is the thing. I love him cleaning the house. 
I think that's really sexy, but I, I need to know their backstory to find it sexy. Like, I don't know if I got a stranger to come and do it. I don't think it'd be the same. It's the fact that my husband is doing it. Now. And he hasn't. That, so you'd be like, um, hey, uh, man that I've employed to clean my house, how long has it been since the last time you cleaned the house? And he'd have to say, like, eight months, I very rarely do it. And he'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> So are you... I'm, I'm just trying to catch up. Are you going to hire someone to do this, or are you thinking about doing it as a job? I'm not a good cleaner. I don't think that matters to me. <laughs> what? Out of all of that, out of the last five-minute discussion, the she only part you think is, I'm not very good at cleaning, no one would employ me. She could leave the place in a worse state than she came in on, and you'd be like, well done, I'll see you next week. Thanks very much, Wendy. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Five seconds of summer. Love that song. Very good song. You actually made a brilliant um, observation about that song it yesterday. It sounds like an Adam Lambert song, which I also love him. Where yes. is he? He, I he believe... popped up on The Voice. He was in, in Australia and uh, Boy George got him to swing by to just say good luck. Oh. Well, I that... met Boy George. Is I... that, was that it? He just, like Adam Lambert just walked in on The Voice and went... Good luck. And then he left. He literally did. He said, um, hey, guys, uh, he didn't, it was back when they just formed the teams. And he went, hey, guys, uh, you're going to have a great team. Boy George is a great coach. Uh, Got to go. And then he left. Do you reckon it was one of those things where he actually shot it one way and then they said, all right, now everyone Maybe. act surprised. Show me how you, how you guys act surprised. <laughs> he was doing his Queen show. He's with Queen now. Oh, uh, yeah. Queen. There you what go. You the music- He's what? the lead singer of Queen now. And that has been What's Adam Lambert up to? Like the band or the... Yes. Check in next mama week. Mia, mama Mia, Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Yeah, with him as the, the, <laughs> as the lead singer. Guys, guys, we wrapped up that segment. Check in next week to find out what Kelly Clarkson's doing. Oh, Same she, time. She, she yeah, is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, to finish the show. <laughs> Do you guys ever think when you hear, like, your kids fighting, I know you've got a, a couple, where you go, I should stop them fighting again. Natural selection, though. Exactly. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. I've had enough of it. And I'm like, they're going to sort it out. And this happened at bedtime when they're brushing their teeth. Who was going to spit first, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought, I've had it. You guys work it out. What is the worst that could happen? Yeah. I came back in. I said, boys, where are your toothbrushes? No, they they're gone. <laughs> okay. I look in the toilet and they've both thrown oh. each other's electric toothbrush which I got on sale, by the way, at Woolies. Good bargain. In the to- in the bowl. So now they're all ruined. Yeah. Thanks. But no thanks. It's the worst that can happen. Not really. What? <laughs> I really thought that the, the toothbrushes were going to be where you thought as well. Yeah. What, up each other's... <laughs> what is wrong with you boys? Is that what you guys would do? No, in the bin. It's not what you thought, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Batteries. Much like the ones that were in the electric toothbrushes. You guys have issues. When batteries don't... When batteries work, they're wonderful. Yeah, they're good. It's like a power station in a very tiny little form. Exactly what it is. But when they stop working, it's really annoying. That's right. You know, why does it you think that because you pull the batteries out and put them back in? Or even if that remote... The remote's been working for two years and all of a sudden you think... This is the day that maybe they're switched around the wrong way? No. <laughs> and then you go to get replacement batteries, but you only have one. Oh, the yeah. remote needs two. So maybe if I replace one battery, it'll still work. So batteries, thanks. But no thanks. Hey there. Adam Lambert's publicist. 
<laughs> Obviously, you're not doing that good a job, mate. No one knows where he is, what he's up to. He's got a lot of fans that listen to this show. Remember when we sit, we got in trouble with them? What are they called? Glambits. Glambits. That's not what I called them. Let people know he's the lead singer of Queen. That's good. He's touring Australia. Is he? That's why he was on The Voice. I just said that. Sorry, I tuned out. <laughs> no, you, you were in that conversation. I had to oh, wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Was it the start of this? Well, I want to check to Adam Lambert. Again, his publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alrighty, there we go. Podcast done. Thank you and congratulations for making it to the end. We know it's a real effort. Uh, but still still great to have you with us. Any extra business to wrap up the podcast? No. We talked about it throughout, I think. And we have to go. Ooh. And my cabinet maker sent me a text, so... Bye. I'm going to go. Bye, everyone. Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt.